0: Buckle up. We may have renewed issues around the old supply chain system. We are worried about war, obviously, but also drought, uh, because you've got low water levels affecting the Panama Canal at the moment. That connects the Atlantic with the Pacific, and that adds to the congestion then in the Suez Canal, and I haven't even got to the Straits of Hamusia Uh Customs Brokers and Freight Forwarders Federation Chief Executive Shirelle Kennelly is uh, with us. Sherelle, very good morning to you.
1: Good morning. Thanks you- for having me.
0: Not at all. Are we worried or are we just watching and waiting?
1: You know, the drought is here for the foreseeable future, and the supply chains are at at risk. Um, The knock on effect from publishing schedules out of sync will have a huge impact, and it will drive importers and exports to build an additional lead time for their cargo. I I guess what that impact will have on additional costs is a big variable right now.
0: What's the major Um, problem the flood or the war?
1: A bit of both, really, Mike. Um, the water levels have been low since June. They were first published in June, and then the freight's been diverted through the Seuss Canal, which has been causing you know, congestion. And to go around the top is another fifteen thousand kilometres of travel. So exactly. it's yeah, it's we are concerned um, what that will look like for. Australia, New Zealand and the Pacific Islands at this stage, it's it's a cost that's yet to be determined.
0: Because some of them are paying money to jump the queue. If they pay money to jump the queue, one, uh, do they get to jump the queue? And if they do, do they pass that on to us?
1: Well, we're not sure. And I I believe that uh, some of that jumping of the queue is for vital um, fuel supplies and tankers, so it's not general cargo.
0: Right. Is that, given that you talk about June and the flood, so we're, we're in December now, have we not seen a material effect yet? And if we haven't seen a material effect, is it possible we won't?
1: Again, it's hard to determine. Um, New Zealand's at the bottom of the supply chain. So we're always the last to sort of feel it, I guess, is what you say. Mm. Um, so, yeah, very hard, very nervous at this stage. We, we, we're just carrying on and doing what we can.
0: At this particular point, I understand we're well stocked. We've got through the past COVID business and people have been stocking up and we're in reasonable shape for the summer period. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, we do have a lot of stocks in the stores. Um, uh, A lot of people stocked up through COVID. um, And so those stores are still fairly substantial. Um, I would be concerned about sort of, you know, your fresh fruit and and stuff like that that's coming out of um, that way. Um, potentially that may be a slight delay and also a perishable freight and maybe some bananas and things we won't quite get down here.
0: All right. We'll see what happens over the next couple of months, Cheryl. appreciate your time very much, Cheryl Kennelly, or Kennelly rather, the uh, Custom Brokers and Freight Forwarders Federation Chief Executive. Uh, Straight to Vermeuse, of course, is where a lot of oil goes through, and the concern at the beginning of the war was if it got regional, uh, that particular channel might be a problem. It hasn't. And that's the fascinating thing about oil at the moment that Andrew was mentioning. One, you've got a couple of walls going. Normally, oil goes through the roof. Two, you've got the OPEC people trying to cut production. Normally, the price of oil goes through the roof. And look at where the price of oil is. And all that tells you, unfortunately, as much as you might like life at the pump at $2.50 a litre or thereabouts, is that the demand is down. And the demand is down means the world's in trouble economically.